What up? <laughs> We're just going to start the podcast with that, right? Yeah, okay. sure. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to test. We're just going to start that, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. Can you yeah, just put yeah. it right in? Yeah. We just start? I'll pop it right in there. Hi, I'm your best fan Will, of Will Smith, Courtney. And I'm your best fan of DJ Jazzy Jeff. <laughs> Allison. And we're both fans of the album Willennium, uh-huh. which wasn't the song. Will 2K was the song. Which is a very good song, and they did a party, and they all went to the 1920s together. And I'm sure they went to other years, too, but we turned off the video. <laughs> <laughs> do, do we have to reintroduce ourselves, or is that it? No, that's we, good. That's, good. That's plenty good. Yeah, that's okay. who we are, and we talk about the X-Files. Yeah, we talk about the X-Files sometimes, but obviously today we're just going to be talking... About Will Smith. Yeah, wow, wow, Will. Well, this is the Double X-Files. Um, this is going to be a little kooky. Mm-hmm. Because this episode of the X-Files was actually... Is it a backdoor pilot? It's a backdoor finale. What? <laughs> Which is... <laughs> Something we're all familiar with. That is cuckoo. <laughs> I'm cuckoo for these Cocoa Puffs. What is a backdoor so, Millennium, finale? Millennium got cancelled in its third season. Okay. And then um, Chris Carter decided to just shoehorn a little old episode of Millennium into the X-Files to wrap it all up. Hey, hold, hold this. I'm not quite done yet. <laughs> is that what he was doing? I guess so. Allison, that's not great. No, it's a lot. It's like another writer's like, hey, we're going to pause all the show. I've got another idea that I had for another worser show, <laughs> a more... Mm, a w- more worse show. And don't worry, no one's gonna know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> Are you telling me Millennium started in, like, 97? 96. Why would you ma- name a... That's a call in the dark, because that's saying, hey, we're gonna go to at least the mi- Millennium. Oh, we're gonna at least make it another four years on this goddamn planet. <laughs> The show, I mean. Oh, yeah. We're going to make it to 2001, at least. At uh-uh. least. Well, you didn't. You didn't. Sorry. So it stopped <laughs> in, like, 99? I guess so, yeah. Oopsie. Ironic, isn't it? Is it? No. Okay. Okay. Allison, what episode of the fucking X-Files did we watch? We watched season seven, episode four, Millennium. And here's the description. In this backdoor series finale to Millennium, parentheses 1996, Mulder and Scully ask Frank Black to help them prevent a zombie apocalypse orchestrated by the rogue members of the now disbanded Millennium group on the very eve of the new Millennium. Exactly. So I thank you, William Smith. We will be dropping him in throughout the episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, Space Kids may remember several terrible episodes of this very podcast where I read the script for oh, Millennium. Yes, yes, correct. Um, here's what I know about Millennium from Please. that experience. Please, there is a main character. His name is Frank Black. He is very old. Yeah. Well, we didn't recognize that he was old in when when you read it. Yeah. Because I didn't re- look at any pictures. I just read it. Because you are also a very young man. And yeah. Have a very very sexually thirty voice. Please don't say that about me. Sexually. <laughs> But um, this man, this Frank Black, he's Black, very man, old. He is seventy years old, <laughs> and he has a six-year-old child. It's uh, it's quite shocking. His swimmers, they keep swimming. <laughs> he ejaculated into a woman who is probably twenty oh. years younger than him. Okay, and yeah, I, I didn't know that his wife dies in the run of Millennium, but she does. She does. She's Oops. killed by the Millennium Group. <laughs> and what's the Millennium Group? Allison. Uh, it's a group of rogue FBI agents that want to bring about the apocalypse. <sighs> I mean, I see it. 
Yeah. We're we're what? 19 years, 20 years after the will the millennium. The millennium? And um I just want it back. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go back in time to the millennium. Do you remember when Will Smith was cool? Okay, now. Now he's a genie. Yeah, that's true. He is a genie And now. a Scientologist. Is he a Scientologist? I'm pretty sure. Uh, Allison, he did that really big, stupid uh, Scientology movie that bombed with his son. Oh. Oops. That God, was Scientology. I don't, I don't know anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I do remember when Will Smith was cool. Yeah, sorry. Hmm. And, you know, we... Didn't feel so like we want the world to end now. Yeah. Back then, in 1999, we didn't want the world to end. But coming up to 2020, we're like, meh. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, give or take it. (laughs) Um, Well, that's okay. I can get over losing Will Smith because it's the renaissance of T-Pain. It is the renaissance of T-Pain. And this is a very important subject that we need to talk about. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Allison... You and I have gone on a journey these past couple weeks of The Masked Singer. Indeed. I have not watched a single episode. You have watched all the episodes. Correct. Allison um, keeps me abreast of the situation via text, Uh and I look forward to these texts every single week. Every week I text you? About who is unmasked. Uh Uh-huh. Now, the winner. The winner. Was a monster. It was the monster. Now, who did we protect it was? Oh, what, um... No, that was someone else. We yeah. thought Dan, uh, Donnie Osmond, people thought it was Neil Patrick Harris, right? That was the peacock. The peacock. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. The monster. I didn't have any ideas about the monster. No one knew about the monster. No one knew about the monster, but the monster was T-Pain. Yes. T-Pain is the new millennium. Yes. Well, that's not true. Nick Cannon knew. Oh, Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon is the host of the show. Nick Cannon is a sage. Though. Yeah, he knew that it was T-Pain. He knows. He's a necromancer. <laughs> Topical. Top. Oh, yeah. See, bringing it all around. Okay. Let's talk about Millennium, the X-Files episode, and not the other TV show that canceled, got canceled before Millennium. <laughs> okay. Um, dead people ruin Christmas. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So don't die during Christmas? Yes. I guess. There is a woman in Tallahassee. His, she is at her husband's funeral. He has died by suicide. Mm-hmm. And she says, oh, Roger, why at Christmas? <laughs> He didn't. He didn't even leave a note. Yeah, it's uh, it's not ideal. He didn't even pick up milk, <laughs> and then put it down again in a slightly different place. Now the the most there are two things that are uh, also very disturbing about this. Um, number one, someone opens the casket. Yes, and there's a fizz. There to is it. a real decompression sound. It's like it's like this body has been kombuchified. <laughs> there's a scoby in there. <laughs> Or he's the Scoby and you cut parts Ooh, of him off. He's the mm, mother Scoby. Mm, he's like, he's going to make a great sourdough loaf in there. Ugh. Number two, this is when we get the first look of the uh, the makeup. Yeah, the body work in this episode was a choice. It was so blue, all of it. It was blue, very much like our friendly genie, Will Smith, currently. Yeah. He, he got blued. He blued. Himself. He got, yeah. It was a real Violet Beauregard kind of... I do want to go back to this because I feel like he wasn't blue before. And that Disney made a decision to, because of the people... The genie? Yeah. Oh, like you mean Will Smith wasn't blue originally in Will the movie. Smith currently is not a blue person. No. He, but Disney heard the people. That they said, wanted a blue genie. Will Smith, we gotta make you blue. He went through all the surgeries. <laughs> God. Now he's blue and people don't want it. They're like, put it back. His kids are like, what did you do to our dad? <laughs> Sorry. This is for the art. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the bodies got a little blueified. They're very blue. I got a little. I feel like someone pulled out, instead of like a dead person palette, they pulled out like a clown palette. Yeah. And the, the colors are a little bit more neon. They're like, well, I guess we got to play with this. Mm. It's a little bit cartoony. It's very smurfy. Mm, it was very smurfy. <laughs> uh, the third disturbing thing. Yes. This man who opened up the car, the, I was going to say carton, but he not eggs. No. <laughs> <laughs> he a body. The coffin. Um, 
he starts taking off his clothes. Yeah, the clothes of the man who... His own clothes, and then also the clothes of the man who died. And we like... They're gonna fuck a dead body? <laughs> yeah. They're gonna do that, maybe. They're gonna, do, they're gonna be a little, little hugging? <laughs> little smooching? Oh, boy. I mean, to be fair, X-Files has implied that a person has fucked a dead body before. Yeah, that's true, that's true, that's true. That is not beyond the X-Files. And he does put a phone in the coffin so that they can have a booty call. <laughs> Get it? No. <laughs> Allison, that's very bad. I don't like it. You're going to delete delete that. I will not. I will not. <laughs> Uh, the, I, is it just that, like, the guy is putting in there to let, it's like, when you're ready? Yeah. When you're ready. When you're ready. Call me. Give me a ring. I'll be in my truck at the cemetery. I'll be walking in the spider webs, and you leave a message, and I'll call you back. What is my dog doing? I don't know. (laughs) He's nesting. Ah, yes. A very good No Doubt reference. Thank you. I made it myself. Okay. The song is very good. Um. Oh, now he's licking my toes. What do you want? Um, this dead man. Yes. Is named Richard Crunch. Yes. He do a crunch. He do a crunch. Now, he was an FBI agent. Yes. He was a member of the Millennium Group. Indeed. As we find out. And so the necromancer, as we find out, puts the booty call phone mm-hmm. in the coffin. He gets buried with the phone, and then the necromancer just waits. Yeah, he's like, give me a ring a ding ding when you're ready. How does the necromancer raise the dead? Well, he uses a shovel. Okay. <laughs> we see that. It's very mystical. Yes. Uh, And he he puts goat's blood in a circle that looks like an Ouroboros. Ew. Yes. Wait, why didn't they just say circle? Ouroboros. They did say circle, but then Skinner showed Mulder this picture of an Ouroboros, and he's like, does this look like the circle you saw? Yeah, circles look like circles, my dude. (laughs) It doesn't matter if it's a snake or just nothing. Just nothing. Like, it's just a circle. Looks like an asshole, too, but... And a bagel, but, like... Okay. Goat's blood. Goat's blood. We go to Mulder and Scully because, hey, an FBI agent has died and then is now gone... And also, there's goat's blood around. Yeah. How do we know it's goat's blood? Did they taste it? Well, I assume Mulder tasted it and just went, oh, goat. Absolutely. Mm. A little bit more mm, fibrous. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he tells Scully that the man man clawed all the inside of the coffin all up and left handprints on the tombstone. Yeah. And so he probably just got up and walked away. (laughs) Oops. And he also... He tells this to a room full of his peers when Skinner gets everyone together yeah. to talk about this thing. He's like, it's necromancy. And is it that they just are so used to Mulder now that it just doesn't matter anymore? Well, that Annie's always right. He is always So right. they're just like, well, he's probably right again. There's one woman in this room other than Scully. We've ne- we don't know her name. No, she seems cool, though. She seems super dope. I love her glasses. She probably will die by the end of this season. Oh, for sure. If we do see her again. Now, she is the only one who kind of is like, this guy? This guy, am I right? <laughs> um, but everyone else is like, yeah, okay, necromancy, my dude. That sounds great. Yeah, they're like really on board 100%. They're really on board. No one really questions him. Even Skinner's like, okay, well, I have more evidence for your necromancy situation. This is the fourth of three other, other agents. Grave robbings, yeah. Who have had goat's bloods all over them. And place. they were maybe all part of this one weird spooky group. <sighs> So, is Millennium the TV show just about cults? Yeah, it's about, I guess, him uncovering this group and, like, wanting to infiltrate them and stuff. I don't know. I read the first episode or the second episode, and I didn't give a shit. It was, I do remember the episode you read. It was about a cult. Yeah. And it was about a giant microwave. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, that upset me so badly. (laughs) Oh. Well, that's why it was canceled before the millennium. (laughs) Or the willennium. Let's talk about Frank Black. Okay. What do you think about him? He is old. (laughs) 
He's old as hell. He's old as hell. My boys. And uh, he got one eyebrow. Got one very powerful eyebrow. He's got a pupil's eyebrow. Is extremely intense. It is. The Rock is like channeling, I think, The Rock when he was growing up as as whatever he did before wrestling. He was watching this episode and he's like, oh, mm, that eyebrow. The Rock was a big fan of Millennium, the TV show. Oh, no, no, no. Just this episode. <laughs> the Rock had never seen an episode of Millennium, but this episode of The X-Files, oh, mwah. Yeah. His favorite. And so Frank Black now is has checked himself into a 30-day observational stay at a psychiatric just facility. Having, just having a vacay. Yeah. Watching some football. Apparently his the parents of his deceased wife are trying to get custody of his six-year-old daughter. So, okay. Like, is, is I, oh. Okay. Old people can have kids. Yeah. For sure. But what I'm tired of seeing with my eyes is how old they've made fathers. Yeah. And it's like, okay, again, this guy's probably pushing 60 and he has a six-year-old daughter. It's wild. And the wife, probably in, I'm going to say 20s or 30s, most likely. Just because, like, the young guys, or not even young guys, but, like, you know, Chris Carter who's writing this is like, oh, I'm just, I'm too young to have kids like this man does, so I have to make him very old. Or they saw him, they saw his headshot and is like, you know what, Frank, we wanted to actually make 40, but this man, his eyebrow is so powerful. <laughs> it's gotta be him. We gotta get him. Um, we go back to the necromancy mm-hmm. man. And he got a flat tire somewhere in rural Maryland, mm-hmm. as you do. Yeah. And a sheriff's deputy Mm -hmm. uh, smells something. He does. He says, can I help you with your tire, sir? And he says, no, 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 no. Please leave. And the deputy says, sir, did you rip one? (laughs) (laughs) Sir, Sir, I'm a police officer. You have to tell me it is the law. (laughs) Did you fart? Oh, God. Have you ever farted so bad that... It's a crime. Yes. (laughs) Usually by myself in bed at night. Oh, do you? I do the crime to myself. Do you Dutch oven yourself? Well, I don't try to stick my head in there. You don't like your own stink? No, not really. You don't like your own brew? Not especially. (laughs) Really? How about you? Me? Sometimes. (laughs) Depends on what I eat. Yeah. The vegetarian smell, the vegetarian fart is a, a, a real, it can clear a room. That Yeah, totally. It's got some, we got some plant matter just settling into our intestines and our nematodes are different than your nematodes. Yeah. And they just, they, they got a party down there. God, you mix that with some period farts. You're having a real time. Allison, okay. Uh, I got to talk about some stuff. Yeah. The worst thing in the world Right now, oh, by by the way, listeners, I am going to talk about butt stuff. So if you don't like it, just like ten, go go ahead, ten minutes, because I oh my spent god, ten minutes talking about this. Allison, I've on been on heavy medication for my vertigo. Mm-hmm. It, it includes some uh, uh, anti-inflammatories, yeah, which bung me up. Yeah, when you get bunged up, and I also have slow bowel syndrome, I get so many hemorrhoids. Oh, that sucks. Now, here's the thing. Yeah. I am also on my period for my left ovary, which is the bad one. Oh, no. It's the evil sister who hates me. There's a, yeah, you always gotta have a bad one. I don't know where the blood is coming from. Oh, I hate that. It's just from tip to top. I am very familiar with this, and I do not care for it. A (laughs) streak. It's like I wipe and there's like a fucking freeze-dried strawberry right there. It's like, what is going on? Got some strawberry jam in there. It's, just, it's all up like a little jam oh, factory. God. It's the worst. Yeah. It's the worst because you're trying to keep track of everything. You don't know just, what it's is all, up. It's all happening down what there. What is up, what is down, what is left, what is right. And then my nostrils are fucking bleeding because I'm shooting steroids up into them to try to... dry up my whole situation so i'm bleeding for more like the majority of my holes Mm -hmm. i'm bleeding yeah it's it's unpalatable (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I hate it. I gotta say, yeah, I'm right there with you. I know exactly how it feels. The hemorrhoids? Oh, God. Yeah, you Who just... Knew? You know what? Hey, if you're, like, under 20 right now, no one tells you about how many hemorrhoids you're gonna get. No, no one says, no anything. One says anything. And that's, like, that's the worst thing, too, is, like, with my colitis, like, I got blood coming up from inside of me. Yeah, 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 And yeah. then just from right around the rim. It's just... And it's two different kinds of blood, and then you add the period blood onto that, it's and just it's just everywhere. like everything is just happening. It's like tablespoons. I know. It's horrific. No one tells you about the hemorrhoids, because you the hemorrhoids, I think, are a joke to a lot of people. Yeah. Because like, oh, that old fat man who's like 75 has a hemorrhoid pillow. you got to sit on a special ring. But no, you turn 30, and suddenly you got these little things all up in your butt that itch uh-huh. and hurt and rip your anus apart. And then you go one place with one ply toilet paper, oh. you want to rip the whole place place down it's the end rip <laughs> yourself and your butt <laughs> so if you're under 20 um psa if, psa you are gonna get hemorrhoids especially if you force it yeah do not try do not, not to force do it do not force it i know you just kind of want to shoot one out sometimes don't don't do it don't do it uh you are gonna get them and everyone has them yeah everyone so don't be embarrassed. don't be embarrassed it's okay i know I know the medicine is called Anasol. I know. And that's hilarious. But a lot of people buy it. Yeah. So don't feel embarrassed we about it. We just got to band together. We do have to band together. Put our little split pea anus rings all together and just bleed out a little. Yeah. And be proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I say this because my I have run out of good hemorrhoid underwear, and I just have the worst wedgie right now, so I'm going to just fix that room. <laughs> it's, it's true. Yeah. They are doing it. Oof. Flick my... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's been our hemorrhoid PSA. I'm sure we've given them before. But... Yeah, but it's so important just and to be aware, because no, te- no one tells no you. One tells you. No one tells you. No one tells you. No one tells you. And if you are a person who has a period, too, just... I'm sorry. Oh, boy. Oh, God. It's the worst. I, I'm at least happy I'm on my good ovary this month. You're on your good ovary? Yeah. Does everyone have a good ovary and a bad ovary? Because I, I don't feel... know. But I feel like most people I've talked to do. Yeah. One, one my lefty is the, the devil. Because mm-hmm. it makes me really sleepy and completely lacks of energy. And just, I pump out, I think, a quart of raspberry jam. Oh, my God. Just thick red stuff. And then the other ovary is like, I'm going to just bleed for three weeks straight. We're just going to spot a little bit here and there. Oh, you, <laughs> hey, what's going on? Huh? <laughs> and then it makes me have to pee all the time. Oh, it feels I like I have to pee all the time. Yeah. Yeah. They both have little personalities. Yeah. I hate them. <laughs> They're useless. Oh. What do I have them for? Nothing. Nothing. No- oh, what's going on? There. What did I do? You minimized it. Yep. Yeah, jam, huh? Well, that's been that's been a good talk. I had a good talk. Yeah. Okay. What comes next? I wrote taste it. Yes. The salt. This ah. Oh. Yeah. So mm. the man, uh, the man is uh, the sheriff's deputy on the side of the road. He smell a death. He smell a death. Uh, and so what our man does, the necromancer, he's got a pocket full of salt, just <laughs> like I've got a pocket full of sunshine. <laughs> what do you think? people should carry around a pocket full of oh for me pocket full of blistex yeah currently in this environment and weather pocket full of blistex that's fair that's fair or as i have told you and i'm pretty sure the listeners pocket full of lotion mm, that's why i am a good lotion boy pocket full of water for me well because i um i don't think you can i'm gonna okay i'm gonna <laughs> I'm, Do you line your... I'm gonna line it with plastic, and then just have a little straw that comes up in my mouth. Bag. But I've just like been has, suffering from some real bad uh, dry mouth from my antidepressants. Well, maybe you should stop eating so much GD salt, <laughs> like that man. Because I got one pocket full of water, one pocket full of salt, <laughs> and the other yourself. one's giving up peace sign. Oh, that's what that song's about. <laughs> <laughs> You could, um, you could be like the people uh, I see at the gym and carry around the biggest water bottle of all time. Uh, yeah, I've seen some that it's are like, like very intense. 
it's a weird flex, but I'm into it. I drink a lot of water. I piss so much. Baby, I'm super hydrated. <laughs> I'm like, I'm making myself into a, a human water bed. My cum is basically clear. <laughs> is that the level you want to get to in your hydration station? Me, personally? Yeah. No, I just want to not have a dry mouth. Oh. <laughs> like a, the fucking Sahara up in here. Now I got, with my vertigo, I have like a, just a constant nasal drip. Mm. So it's like the mucus is making more spit for me. Oh, that's nice. But it's like viscous. Oh, It's not great. God. <laughs> Our bodies? They suck. I want the new millennium to come and destroy us all. When's, I want my robot body. Please. <laughs> okay. Mulder, taste the salt. Yeah, Mulder gets the crime scene. He reaches down. He touches the salt. Also, he say these bite marks—they're human. Mm-hmm. How do you know? I don't know. But they so they, the body's in the bush. His mouth nice. is <laughs> his mouth is sample shut. He got a little piece of paper in there with a Bible verse on it. Yep, just a little. Oh, the handwriting. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that? Oh, very good handwriting. It was very very tight. It was very tight. I was sexually attracted to that handwriting. Interesting. It's like. So I bought some new gel pens. You did. And I feel like whoever wrote that note had really good penmanship. Yeah. With a nice thick tip. Just turned me on a little bit. Yeah. I'm feeling some things that I don't usually feel when I watch the X-Files. I know. I'm, I'm alarmed by it. Uh, so oh, I just want some real tight Bible verses <laughs> written in gel pen. Well, I like that Mulder reads it out and then one of the cops there is like, that's my favorite Bible verse. <laughs> It's my time to shine. <laughs> That's Matthew twenty twenty. Is that? Right? I don't know. Sure. That's Josh a hundred. <laughs> That's Ulysses four twenty. <laughs> That's Leroy sixty nine. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! You know, it'd be funny if we named all the Bible books. <laughs> yeah. Number one, there's what like five of them yeah I don't number know. one matthew def, def definitely definitely number two revelations i know that one <laughs> <laughs> number three jonathan <laughs> he was there he got, <laughs> he got a lot to say <laughs> jonathan got a lot to say he's got a lot to say jonathan's got hey a lot to say number four did Jesus write something? Did Jesus not write anything? I don't think... I'm going to take away number four because I don't think Jesus actually wrote anything. I think he just talked a lot. <laughs> and Jonathan listened. Yeah. Though I think there's only three books. I did mention Ulysses. <laughs> now, I know he was an affluent writer. Yeah. And he was very old. Uh-huh. And I am a hi- historian. And I'm pretty sure he you know, hung with Jesus. Okay. But maybe not the Ulysses. Maybe just another guy named Ulysses. So there was Matthew. Matthew. Revelations. Revelations. That's a weird name to have. Yeah. For a man. (laughs) Or anyone. We call him Revy. Revy. Jonathan. Jonathan. Ulysses. Josherson. Josherson. Oh, because we forgot about Josh. Yeah. And that's the book between Josh and Jonathan. Yeah. And then there's Drake, too. Yeah, yeah, Josh, yeah, yeah. And that's actually, Josh and, and Drake. Drake. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's Corey that's mostly about the house. Of God. Yeah. <laughs> and Keenan and Kel. Yeah. They wrote together. That was a great, that's oh. my favorite Bible book. Those are all the Bible books that I know of. Oh, Keenan and Kel, 2015. <laughs> he gave a burger unto me and it was good. God loves orange soda. <laughs> he do, he do, he do, he do. <laughs> That's Keenan and Kel, 2013. Yeah. Okay. Them's the Bible verses, but not the favorite one of this man who just very excessively announced that this was a Bible verse. Uh-huh. From Matthew. From Matthew. Or Drake. I'm not sure what. Or Josherson. Or Josherson. (laughs) 
Uh, so we know we're dealing with a Bible man. A Bible man. And so they go back to Frank Black and they're like, Frank Black, you are a really good profiler, so you need to give us a good profile. But which is weird because, like, isn't that Fox Mulder's job? Yeah, it is. Isn't he supposed to be very spooky and good about that? Uh-huh, but apparently Frank Black is better. But, oh, Frank Black is real good. Because he's a very old. Now he... D- <laughs> okay. He does make a shot in the dark. This man, he profiles, his profile starts with a white man. Shocking. Age 50 to 70. Well, come on. <laughs> really? I mean, yes. Correct. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, a loner. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Probably into the Bible. All Pro- probably. Of, all of the books. All, all of them. Many of them. Uh, he lives along a road. Okay. <laughs> And he's into dead things. Yeah, he sure. owns a house. He owns a house. He has, wait, Frank, he has a truck or a van in which to move the bodies. Okay, got it. And then he has a, a, a high no trespassing fence, fence man. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Frank got it in one. Yeah, he really nailed and it. And actually, Mulder takes his list and actually goes... And visits every single house in the area that has yeah. that description. Mm-hmm. That's so stupid. <laughs> but he does it while wearing a very small sunglasses. Oh, let's talk. Things pooked you in this. In yeah. The, the sunglasses situation pooked me. I They were just so small. They were very small. They were, ooh. They were real Matrix oh, sunglasses. Mm, so small. You had to squint. That's not going to do anything in the sun. No. Your peripheral this vision? All coming in the side. The sun's going to peek right in there. I guess that's the style, right? It must be. I still have very small sunglasses. I got big, chunky ones. Do you have big, chunky ones? I'm getting... I got... I, I got... I went to the eye doctor. Mm-hmm. And he told me that I have very big pupils. <laughs> and that I should be very sensitive to the, to the sun because my pupils are just too large. Oh, my God. That's a, that's a weird flex, huh? That is. Hey. Check out my big anime eyes. <laughs> I'll open them real wide for you. Uh, so Mulder finds... While Mulder is finding this house along the road, uh, Scully goes to the morgue. Yeah, and he says, Hey, Scully, you tell them not to take the staples out of that man's mouth. No, you take the staples out, the magic happens. But then the coroner does take the staples out. And, and like, like... Two cups worth of salt. Yeah, his mouth is full of salt. Do you think... What do you think that actually is? Like, the actor had to have all that in there. Yeah. It wasn't salt. I think it was rock candy? Maybe. (laughs) I... Because... I don't know. Like, that would freak me out a little bit. Like, hey, don't swallow any of this. It's a lot. (laughs) That stuff in your mouth. It could have been a prosthetic head, though. You think so? Yeah, because they only do close-up shots of it. Why why make a prosthetic when you got the real actor? You just put a bunch of salt in this fucking mouth. Oh, God. Enjoy, buddy. <laughs> have some dry mouth. Mm. No, it would have to be like rock candy because salt would be just yeah, so awful. too much. Or you put a little cup in his mouth. They could have done that. So the salt don't touch it, he tongue. <laughs> I've solved it. That's He's it. Done. Okay. Here's the thing. Yeah. The coroner do take the staples out. Mm-hmm. And so, and do scoop all the salt out and puts in a little salt cup for later. Mm-hmm. For her brine later. Oh, God. She's going to brine the turkey with that fucker. And so we get up. Mm-hmm. And he's very blue. He, oh, God, yeah, he's cartoony blue. And he attack. Mm-hmm. Um, the zombie. <laughs> he, the zombie attack. The zombie. Let's, I want to talk about the zombie. Okay. This is, is it the first time we've seen a Zombo within the X-Files? I think so. Now, you mentioned something to me, and I couldn't help but think it. This, the mood of this episode is quite dark and, yeah. and moody, and it's, I don't Somber. Know, it's thick with mood. Okay, gross. It's thick. Um, and you said something that I was thinking about. What did you say about the zombie episode? I said I thought if they were going to do a zombie episode that it would be a lot wackier. A little kooky, a little more action-packed. Mm-hmm. This was a little slow yeah. for, for a zombie one. Um, but how, what do you think about the zombie makeup? 
It was so blue. <laughs> it was so smurfy and weird. The eyes were pretty cool, though. Yeah, the eyes were cool. I don't know. I thought it was, like, a very cool throwback to, like, original Evil Dead zombies where they're kind of, like, all discolored and Yeah, gross. I just thought they were too blue. They're just too blue they for They just needed to crank the RGB on that and just really adjust the levels. <laughs> they got more G, Get less that B. into color correct. Hmm. Um, now, Scully gets attacked by this zombo. Uh-huh. And so the necromancer come and saves her. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, where's Mulder? And then he just takes right off. And he takes right off. And Mulder is, well, he went adventuring. Yes. What did Mulder do? Mulder found his way into the necromancer's house and he went through his garbage. Yeah. And he found a big bag of kosher salt. And he's like, I'm going to take a pocket full of this just like Allison wants me to. Uh-huh. Uh, and then he goes down. Okay, so he goes into the house. Oh God! And he looks at everything. And he yeah. sees all the the um, animals. Yeah, the 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 the, the stuffed ones. Uh huh. Yep. And then he finds a door that's barred, and so of course he takes the bars off. Of course. And he opens the door, and he goes down the stairs into the cellar. Yeah. And the cellar has a dirt floor. Sure it does. And it's the, the East Coast minute, baby. <laughs> the minute he steps down onto this floor, it begins to move. You got pooped. It pooped me bad. It pooped you real it bad. It really pooped me. Now, do you think those all Zombies just buried themselves under there to take a nap. Maybe, and then and then Mulder stepped take on a little them. dirt nap. And then, why not? I don't know. And then he gets down there, and then they all go raw. We're zombies. Yeah. At the same time that the necromancer gets home, and then he bars Mulder in. Why do you think zombies eat people? Um, brains. They want to eat the brains. Well, they can't use the brains. No, but they t- they taste good. Do they? I guess. Like little pink. Well, I've never had brains. I think we had this conversation about our last episode. Yeah, we did, because that guy wouldn't stop eating fucking brains. What's with the brains, Chris Carter? <laughs> he want to eat brains. Yeah. But these zombies didn't eat the brains. No, they didn't seem to care, but they just wanted to attack and they, bring about the apocalypse. They like to crunch. Things. They want to crunch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, the apocalypse. Yes. Is it just like... They wanted to bring about the zombie apocalypse? They want, yeah, they want all the dead to rise. They want all the dead to rise. Armageddon. Armageddon. (laughs) But these zombies don't make other zombies. They just are very upsetting to look at. Yeah. Just close my door. And then all all the dead are going to rise if they're around by the millennium. That's a lot. We got a lot of dead people. Yeah, we got a lot of dead people in the world. That would be problematic. Yeah, <laughs> to say the least. Because, like, I, me, I live next to a whole fucking huge, huge little thing over there. A little yeah. zombo party. Fucking Lennon? You want Lennon back? <laughs> well, he's all, like, he Lennon is all, like, waxified. You don't think they can, you don't think they can zombie through wax? I could just set him on fire. It'd be a big Lennon candle. <laughs> Smell pretty bad. Yeah. You want to get into candles. What do you think Lennon would smell like? <laughs> pretty pretty bad. bad. Pretty bad, huh? <laughs> like all those those fucking high school or uh, university kids with Soviet Union flags in oh my god, yes. dorm room. Now, they learn to shoot these zombos in the head. Yes. Because that is how you dispose of them. Why? I don't know. Because mm-hmm. the brains... They don't have? I don't know. So Scully goes to Frank Black and she's like, come on now, you gotta help Mulder because he's in danger. And also, are you secretly a part of this? He's like, maybe. Now leave me alone. So he goes, Frank Black goes to the necromancer and necromancer's like, oh, thank goodness you're here so you could die and finish this. And Frank Black's like, fuck no. And ties the necromancer up. Yeah, and then he goes down into the basement. He's like, Mulder, are you here? And Mulder's like, yeah, I shot one of them in the head. And then Frank Black shoots another couple of them in the head and rescues Mulder. But then Mulder, got, he got the gun, but the gun didn't have any bullets. And there's another zombo coming. And who's that at the top of the stairs? It's Scully, and she shoots the last zombo. Now, this, I really actually did like this scene because of the flare and red light. It was cool, yeah. It was very cool visually. It was spooky. The The makeup worked really well in this environment. I was actually kind of impressed with it. Mm-hmm. Do I want to watch more X-Files? No. Do I want to watch the show Millennium? No. Do I want to listen to the album Millennium? Yes. Yes. I do have it 
I do own that. Still. Yeah, it's a fucking good album. In fact, when we drive um, after this, I am putting that album in. Please. And we will fucking ha-ha-ha-ha our, <laughs> our way through Vancouver. <laughs> um, Should we talk about the ending? Yeah, okay. I don't want to, but we should. We don't have to. No, we're gonna. Okay. Um, So f- they're Frank Black and Skelly are at the hospital, and Skelly's like, there's someone here to see you, and it's a six-year-old daughter, and we're like, Ugh. how did this happen? <laughs> and then he's like, I just want to go home, and so he leaves, and then Mulder and Skelly watch the ball drop, the crystal millennium ball. And our balls both drop. Uh-huh. We did see Dick Clark. Dick Clark, the OG zombie. Wow. Was on the screen. Uh huh. And then as it came down to midnight, everyone started kissing. And then Mulder looked at Scully. And Scully was not looking at Mulder. No. And he just kind of did this hawk swoop. It was a wide arc. It was a shark like motion. He just went right in and put his lips on her lips. And that was it. There was not a like a. There was no movement. It was extremely chaste. It was a press. And she did not like. There was no request for consent. No. It was just a swoop. Uh Uh-huh. And then they kissed, and then he said the world didn't end, did it? Which, to me, felt (laughs) passive-aggressive for something a co-worker to say just after they've kissed you without your consent. Uh, And she says, no, it didn't. And then they walk away. And this is your romance? Also, you have to say, he has her, he has his arm around her, and she is walking like a fu- like just a so stiff- stiffly, yeah. Like, well, I've just been kissed by my coworker, deeply uncomfortable. And I don't know what to do about this. I and like part of that is me. I wonder why they always have Scully play it so like, like she's like a coy smile, like she's into it, but she's not going to say that she's into it. Like it's kind of no, fucked please, up. Say some, say something. Let us know that you're into it. Because if you're, if you don't, we're going to assume you're not. And it's then we're going to be really creeped out. And then we're going to be incredibly creeped out. Let's rate this fucker. Okay. I ran on a spooky scale. One is I will have a nap. Five is I'm going to. It's going to be spooky. I'm going to give this a four. Yeah, I'll say. I give this a four point two. It's pretty spooky. That scene was very good. Yeah. It was very good. Go ahead. I read on a rage scale it goes from one, which means it's a great episode all the way to uh, My Struggle Part 3, which is the worst episode we've watched to date. Yes. I'll give this a seven. Okay. It did, Interesting. It did spook me. It had yeah. a pretty straightforward plot that didn't make me too mad. Okay. Um, I hate that they kissed. <laughs> I We hate it. We hate it. Um, but otherwise, it was kind of cool. Okay. Allison. Yeah. We have a personal Xbox. We do. But before we do that. Okay. I um, I want to listen to some more podcasts that isn't about the X-Files or the Chris Carter show Millennium. Mm-hmm. But might be about the Will Smith vehicle Millennium. Oh, I can help you out. Can you? Yeah. Uh, there are lots of great podcasts on the Major Cast Network, which we are a part of, that may... At some point in the future, talk about Willennium. Maybe. Like this one. I'm Tom Lockney. And I'm Liam Sr. I really like video games and internet culture. And I like movies and TV. And every week we research a true story from our preferred mediums and tell it to the other person. It's super fun and it's great. And even when it gets a little intense, we find the last in it, damn it. Lots of learning, lots of laughter, sometimes bummers, but lots of friendship. Media Majors. Every Monday on the Major Cast Network. Yes. So what you have to do is go through that entire catalog of that podcast and find the episode about Will 2K. Uh-huh. The song. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Uh, you want to do a personal X-Files? Let's do Let's it. Let's do it. Come and tell us, dude, about the spooky thing that happened to you. Because we'll never tell you that we don't believe you. Unless we get abducted, we will never leave you. We want to hear about your personal X-File. Okay. So... I don't remember if you remember. Wait, what? I don't know if you remember <laughs> what it was like to live through Y2K. Yeah, I remember. It was like my mom was really concerned about airplanes. Yeah. Ab- about them all falling down. But then everything was fine. And then my dad paid a lot of money for the whole... He works at the uh, CEO of a YMCA. And he paid a lot of money to fix all the computers ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And that was about it. Yeah. And then, like, 
it happened and nothing happened. I remember at New Year's we were at a, a parent, my parents' friend's house in Vancouver and their son turned all the lights off at midnight. Oh, no. And uh, I was very afraid. That was pretty scary. Um, but did you know there's a new Y2K coming up? Oh, thank the Lord. And it's 2038. 2038? Yeah. So this is an article from The Guardian. Yeah. Is the year 2038 problem the new Y2K bug? Are we going to be like 40-something? 50? Uh, in 2038? Yeah. How old are we going to be? How old are we going to be? It's 2019. Yeah. Almost 2020. Oh, no. We're going to be like almost 50. Well, that's okay. We're going to be almost 50. <laughs> if we live that long. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Ain't promising nothing. <laughs> uh, so the article reads, not yet terrified by the year 2038 problem. Somehow you must have missed reports claiming it poses a threat as exposed by Gangnam Style. Yes, what? you read that correctly. What? What? For a computerized future. What? In fact, it is claimed Y2038. Okay. Y2038. They are trying a little bit hard. It, Y2038 is so bad it could be worse than Y2K. Well, well, that's absolutely true. Yeah, I mean, Y2K wasn't bad. Yeah, it wasn't anything. Just like Y2K, if left unchecked, Y2038 could cause major issues for any computer systems. But just like Y2K, any prediction of planes falling out of the sky and the banking system melting down are likely to be a long way from coming true. So should you worry? No. (laughs) Wait, let me back up a little bit. This is going to be worse than Y2K, but is it going to be bad? No. No. You know what we have to worry about? Global warming. (laughs) Yep. Uh, But here's what you need to know. Okay. What is Y2038? The problem is caused by 32-bit processors and the limitation of 32-bit systems they power. The processor is the central component that drives all computers and computing devices. Yada, yada, yada. Oh, my God. Crunches the numbers and performs the calculations. Allison. Okay. This is so nerdy. I know. What's the problem? Uh, Essentially, when the year 2038 strikes at 314.07 UTC on 19th of March, computers still using 32-bit systems to storm process the date and time won't be able to cope with the the date and time change. They won't be able to tell the difference between the year 2038 and 1970. What? So we're just going to go back to the 70s? Yeah, it's going to be dope. That's noise. (laughs) Just Coke everywhere. Everywhere. Original Coke and also the drug. Yeah. Both. Both. Mm. And Crystal Pepsi. Nice. Um, (laughs) What will happen? What will happen? How computer systems will fail is unknown. Some may continue to work fine just with the date wrong. Others that rely on precise date and time may simply stop working. I think what you've brought to me, Allison, is another kind of conspiracy theory to make (laughs) us afraid of the future. Yeah, I think so. I think the world's going to end before then. Oh, yeah, totally. Totally. For us... For, oh, for us? For sure. We don't want to be 50. No. Never. So would prefer that things just kind of shut off before just then. Just kind of, we all go to just like, I don't know, the ocean, maybe? Oh, the ocean sounds really nice. The ocean just keeps going. Yeah, just forever. And says, hey, we told you, hey, we told you to stop fucking around with those fossil fuels. We could just go down to the bottom of that bitch and stay there. Remember when we were little and we were told the worst thing that could happen is we run out of fossil fuels? Yes. So I think we just... We just made an oopsie. <laughs> we made a real big oopsie. We're like, no, the problem is not you use use too many. Is you just oh, we used up all the fuel, and now we can't have cars anymore. Oops. Oh no! I wish we had kept going. Really? Yeah. I wish we didn't need to save fossil fuels. Well, that's uh, slightly alarming, but not necessarily more alarming than anything else we're faced with on this earth. Um, you want to do some predictions? Let's do some predictions. Cool. Anything could happen based on a name. Anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game. Tell me, Courtney, what's it gonna be? A way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. Whose turn is it? It is your turn to predict. Oh, yeah. Um, by the way, I know what our prize should be for the end what's of the season. Prize? Um, winner, loser buys the winner, a Mr. Choco Bear. <gasps> is that ice cream though it's got ice cream on top of it but oh you yeah, said that's i right. could just eat that you ice could cream. eat that wait hold on then you just get a treat anyway <laughs> okay 
Winner buys the loser a shaved ice treat of their yeah, yeah, their yeah, 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 desire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it will be Mr. Choco Bear. I mean, it's going to be Mr. Choco Bear. Uh, you should put up Mr. Choco Bear on our Twitter. Yeah, I will. So everyone can see. Mr. Choco Bear is our boyfriend. Uh, <laughs> we share him. We share him. And he, uh, is he at Icy Bar? Uh, no, he is at a, a place called Passion 8 Dessert Cafe. That is erotic. I know. <laughs> he's our boyfriend and he's sultry. <laughs> oh boy oh boy okay let's do predi- uh what did you predict i forget i predicted that frank black would be there so i get half a point yeah okay and i predicted it would be something with the world ending y2k okay so i think you get a full point okay, i think cool. you're at one and a half and i'm at a half yeah okay so let's see if you can scoop up a point give it to me uh season seven episode five the title is rush um have we had a well yes we have I was going to say a speed, like, yeah. wait, what's the fucking movie where his heart has to keep going? You know, the heart movie. It's like with speed, only heart. <laughs> I don't know. Crank. It's called Crank. Oh, Crank. You don't remember Crank? No. He, like, fucks ladies in front of people so his heart keeps going. Wow. Yeah. It was a great movie. <laughs> cool. Uh, I want to say it's something to do with that, where there's, like, a medical thing where, or with adrenaline, let's do a half point something adrenaline-based. Okay. And half point, like, I'm going to say Mulder is, has this issue where he has to either keep his heart going, to keep his heart going, or, like, something with adrenaline. So having to go at a certain speed or pace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a speed situation. Okay, cool. Half point, half point, like... What did I say? Was adrenaline. Adre- yeah, half point adrenaline rush, half point speed situation. Okay, I don't think we both know what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. I guess. Well, we'll see. Uh, Allison, how can the Space Cadets get a hold of us? If you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at doublexfilespodcast at gmail.com. Courtney just put their whole dog's ear in their mouth, and it was gross. <laughs> if you put, wait, if you put your lips on your dog's ears, it feels good. <laughs> Please stop sucking on your dog's actual ear. You horrific monster. It's like a press. It's uh, like Mother and Scully kissing. Oh no. It's very chaste. So if you want to email us to tell us how much that yucks you out, um, that go ahead. And you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram and, and Facebook at Double X Files, double spelt out D O U B L E. We're not on Tumblr anymore because the porn's gone. Yeah. So um, Therefore we're gone. <laughs> they shut us down. Uh, but we love to hear from you guys, so Please do get in touch. And uh, if you've been enjoying the podcast, we'd love for you to... Give us a something. We'd love for you to rate and review us. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Okay. Uh, I think I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. Until next time, the truth, truth is out, out there. Okay, see. Okay, see. Thanks for listening to the Major Casts Network. Stay fun, stay nasty, and stay major. <laughs>